Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So... Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. Agency rock stars, welcome back to the show. You are a rock star and you are in for a treat because I have a rock star with me who is joining the lineup, coming to the stage, ready to, to, to lay down some licks, right, Chris? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, here? bring anyway. it on. Anyway, um, so Chris Weisner is the founder and CEO of an agency called Vivid Candy, right? Vivid Candy. It. I almost said Candid. I was like, no, it's Candy. <laughs> I love the I. Uh, Vivid Candy Inc. And uh, and so, Chris, tell a little bit about what Vivid Candy is, and then we'll get into how you got there. Sure. Well, uh, Vivid Candy is a full-service digital tech agency for starters, and we've been around in business for 21 years. Uh, we're based out here in Malibu, California. Um, overlooking at the Malibu Pier. It's a beautiful view from our office. And uh, being a digital tech agency, that makes us a pioneer. We're one of the first of our kind. We actually rebranded from digital agency. (laughs) And uh, the reason for that is not only do we have a very strong digital agency, we have for two decades now, we also have our own uh, tech startups that we accelerate and incubate. And uh, one of them is actually called Tahoe 11. And it's basically... um, Life After Death Digital Holograms. And we were actually able to produce the hardware as well as software to get this going. And it's been amazing. So uh, we love what we do. And we work on all kinds of different celebrity clients, uh, billionaires that we work with, we're lucky enough to deal with, uh, national brands, you name it. We've probably worked with every type of industry that you can imagine. Uh, We've easily had probably 1,600 plus clients over 20 years and many long-term ones too. Wow. So, I mean, truly agency rock stars because you're working with rock stars or famous, but anyway, celebrities. Um, <laughs> yes, that's awesome, yes, Chris. That, there's cool. some around us here for sure. That's cool. And, uh, and uh, another uh, random fact too, just so you know, started yeah. agency 21 years ago, I was 16 years old. Wow. So, so, still going now. so how did that, how did that happen? How did you get into that running an agency at 16? <laughs> uh, good question. I, I picked up a book on being an entrepreneur. I read about 40 pages and I figured out you don't have to wait till college. You don't have to have lots of money. You could do it at any age, file a fictitious business statement. And uh, I was dangerous enough as it was with computers and coding and learned all that and Photoshop. Yeah. And I, I really just dove full in. In less than a year, my first clients were Kinko, uh, Kinko's when it existed, Gotcha, Pepperdine University, and uh, a number of others to name them. That's awesome. So I was yeah. looking through your through your website, and I, and I liked how in, in one of the sections I read was we have coders that are long term and have been doing this for a while, and others who are just starting off in novice. So it sounds like like starting at sixteen maybe gave you a little bit of a a, a penchant for working with younger people and younger coders to bring them up, huh? Oh yeah, no. Look, uh, we we work with anyone. First off, yeah. uh, we ideally look for full stack developers, and uh, but we also train people too. Sometimes yeah. we nickname it Vivid Candy University. Uh, and I would say also that's heavy on the marketing side too. We, we work very closely with Pepperdine university, which is five minutes from, um, our offices. And we have had many, many interns, interns that we've hired. Uh, we've trained many of them and we love it. You know, we love teaching what we know and what we're passionate about. 
That's cool. So then how, how do you scale then over the years? You know, you started at 16, launched this thing, got a couple of really cool, uh, clients. It could have stayed there. You could have, it could have been a yep. lifestyle thing for you. Just been this one person or two person shop, whatever. Um, but you've grown over this. How have you scaled over those years? Ooh, good question. God, <laughs> can't be prepared for these questions, but I like <laughs> it. Bring it on, Dan. Uh, we scaled. I, I would say the first big jump was when we did a deal with a magazine called Malba Magazine. And this was back 15 years ago. That was the first time I left from a home office and I got a real office and I shared it with a magazine. And working together with Malba Magazine for a few years and sharing an office, we got hundreds of clients working with them. And we dominated the Malba market initially, which small niche, but we're a big fish in a small pond. Mm. And uh, our pond has celebrities, billionaires, and multimillionaire entrepreneurs. So very good pond for us to be in. Yeah, right. And uh, from there, you know, really everything was, uh, we invested in ourselves. We never took out loans. We never owed anyone. We still don't owe anyone. And uh, we kept growing and growing. And, you know, at our height, we were probably close to 30 people. And we fluctuate as a boutique agency. We're we're usually between 15 and 25 people somewhere on there on our team. But we just keep growing. And right now, I got to tell you, this is actually, believe it or not, this is probably one of the more exciting times for us. Yeah. The pandemic, which, by the way, it's terrible. I I don't wish on anyone, but you got to go with things that are happening and you got to make the most of it. And it's the lens that you have when you look at these things to find those opportunities. And for us, the adoption of what I call the virtual air was the most amazing thing. Like what we're doing right now, virtual backgrounds, you can work from anywhere, you can work remote. We have a whole office that we just got a brand new office this year in Malibu for 30, 40 people that we built. (laughs) We built it for lots of bodies. And the irony is the whole year sat vacant with maybe two or three of us executives at most. Everyone else is in the cloud. We've also been onboarding and hiring people from all across the country. And it's it's opened up a bigger job pool that way. And, you know, it's been pretty seamless. We love it, you know? That's cool. Yeah, so that's been a next level of growth is virtual boom. Yeah. It's amazing the talent that you can pull from when you don't have borders to worry about. Right. Um, and like you said, Chris, you know, the, the pandemic itself, the, the, the economic impact, the health impact, all of that, absolutely serious, but there's an opportunity here also then to grow. And if you've leaned into it and businesses that you're working with lean into it, um, yep. you know, we, we grow through, it's like, it's like birthing pains I've heard it called. So yeah. Um, yeah. That's, and, that's a good uh, lesson. You know, just as proof, look at the Zoom stock since the pandemic right. began. I mean, it is literally zoomed up yeah. to the top, a double, triple. Yeah. Obviously, I just saw, people are adopting. I just said 350% more than what they pr- predicted just came out today as we're recording this or whatever. Like, yeah, crazy. It, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, but so, I love it because pre-pandemic, think about this. People, probably the adoption rate for virtual meetings was less than 5%. And that was between right. Skype, go to my PC, Every tool you got and less than 5%, they didn't take you seriously as an agency. If you were, if you wanted to do a meeting that, sorry about that. Uh, if you wanted to do a virtual meeting, now you can run your entire business on virtual meetings. And it's almost a must. Uh, you yeah. know, we have not done any in-person meetings with clients this entire year. And we've been more successful in many ways in previous years. And uh, it's amazing. We love That's this. Nuts. So I want to get to know your clients a little bit. Um, what's a, a favorite story of yours, Chris, that highlights a specific way that you've been able to help those clients? Uh, okay. Let's see. A really good one would probably be um, American business insurance. Great client of ours. Um, also long-term friends. We love them. They're a big insurance business. They've been around for 30 plus years. And when we started working with them a few years ago, their marketing challenge was that they were paying way too much in pay-per-click. I mean, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
they didn't segment any of their ad groups. They didn't optimize for lower cost per clicks. And they definitely had zero attention on organic SEO, zero. But they were paying through the roof. And what we did is we brought in a balance. You know, their organic traffic was about 5% of their total website traffic at the time. And where we pretty much brought it over three-year period of doing marketing and um, definitely some hardcore SEO, we blogged a lot. One of our first moves was make a blog. Let's yeah. gain organic traffic. Let's target niche keywords. And let's be diligent about it. Let's make five, 10,000 infographic blog posts. And let's really do this. And over three years, what happened is now it's roughly 40, 45% of their traffic and it's lifetime traffic for free. It's yeah. organic. And their cost per click, we brought it down from, I would say they were paying about $14, $15 a click. And uh, where we brought it was about eight bucks a click, which was really good and competitive in that market. And yeah. we certainly saved them a ton of money. We increased conversions and uh, all around win. You know, everybody's happy yeah. and they're doing very well. I love I love hearing the organic growth. That's that's amazing, right? We, yep. we build trust over those organic connections, not just the, the ad dollars we spend. I've been a big proponent of, of that for a while, but... But I got to be careful not not to downplay paid because it does work too. Um, well, you got to diversify. Yeah, yeah, you definitely got to pay. You should pay yeah. to play in most yeah. cases. But you got to diversify. You got to yeah. do you know five or ten different marketing strategies, not just one or two. Yeah. So you've talked a little bit about who you work with, Chris. Um, give, give give listeners a little bit of a of an overview about who that is. You've mentioned you know some um, some celebrities, some you know rich entrepreneurs, some really success, successful people. Yep. You talked about uh, that company with with the insurance. Um, who do you really love to work with and connect with and bring into your world? Ooh, well, see, those ones, I can't even say who they are. We have some yeah. celebrity clientele that we just absolutely can't say who they are. Yep. I could tell you, uh, let's see, some of my favorite clients that we've worked with probably over the years was uh, we did queenlatifa.com for uh, Sony Pictures, and that was amazing working with their team and building an mm-hmm. immense website for a TV show. Uh, Fran Drescher was one of my favorite all-time clients and yeah. still is love brand. And we still work with her a little, uh, but we got to build a website for her when she had a TV show and uh, we've done some web stuff for her over the years since then. And she's hilarious. She walked in our office one day and just started cracking up jokes. I've never laughed so hard in a meeting. And nice. I really didn't even expect her to show up, but she, there she was in the yeah. flesh and she was rad. Uh, but we've, you know, worked with all kinds of people and it's been just an amazing ride. You know, we really like to invest in people and moments. And it's a big thing at our agency. We really take the time to go out and hang out with our clients. We go to Nobu, which is right down the street from us or Soho. And, uh, you know, enjoy some good drinks, agency life, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I got to say kind of like Mad Men style, you know, have, yeah, some, you drinks, have some fun. It's, it's not go. all work. You got to have some play and you got to build your relationships. Such I important can. advice in the advertising. Absolutely. Absolutely. Creativity comes from some of that fun, right? Um, so out, outside of like the celebrity, you know, you, I mean, you mentioned a, a, an insurance company, like that doesn't s- seem to align at all with, <laughs> with like <laughs> the big stories, right? Who, yep. um, who else makes up uh, the vivid candy world then, you know, you can't be just movie stars or TV shows, right? You got to have other folks. Who, who would that look like then? Uh, yeah, yeah. Easy, easy answer to that is like, we've dealt with 1600 plus clients over 21 years in business. Mm-hmm. We've literally worked with every industry, but if I had to name like a few top industries that we deal with the most, um, I would say restaurants and hospitality have been huge. They've been about mm-hmm. a third of our business, which means sadly we got hit by that during this year, during the pandemic, which sucked, yeah. you know, but it is what it is. And we're doing everything we can to support them. 
Um, after that, I would say we deal with a lot of music, musicians, upcoming stars, pop stars that we've taken in millions in YouTube views. Uh, we've dealt with a lot of national brands, just big consumer brands are out there. And then, of course, we have the celebrities. We have some very niche billionaire clients that I just can't even name. I wish I could, but they're incredible. And that's why we have them because discretion's everything when you have a client like that. And they're a dream oh, client. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, you know, it helps a lot that we're here in Malibu and some of them are very nearby. And sometimes you don't know, you know, sometimes you could go to the Nobu bar back in the pre-pandemic days and you had no idea you're sitting next to one of these guys and yeah. you could just shoot the shit, have a drink, have a great time, bond with them. And then later on you find out who they are and mind blown. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> yeah, very cool. And what kind of pain points uh, do each of these clients have? Are they all kind of the same? Do they have different pain points? How does that work for you guys? What do you mean like, pain points? Like the challenges or? Yeah. Yeah. What are they, what are they trying to solve? Uh, I mean, every single client is definitely unique and that's what marketing is. There is no one plan that's going to work for everyone, right? There's no cookie cutter marketing plan. So uh, pain points, really for me, I would say the most painful thing in the beginning is test marketing, a brand new product or service or client and seeing if it's going to work or not. You really don't know. And you, you know, you really got to start and do your best due diligence as an agency to be selective on that client too, because it reflects you, but you know, you're going to lose some too. That's the nature of the game, right? It's, you know, it's kind of like professional gambling. You're a really good gambler, you know, test market diligently and you know that process and when something hits, you scale it up times 10, times 100 and make it a permanent strategy. Yeah. So again, you know, every client's unique. You can't say that there's one particular pain point for them. But, you know, I think that's probably the, the easiest way to say is test marketing initially. A brand new client is the biggest challenge as an agency because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You really don't. And uh, you can also have personality issues too. So we really at Vivid Candy, we try to be very selective on the clients. Uh, we want to, we want to love working with them. You know, it's like you and me having a good conversation right now. I don't want to have, you know, CYA emails and all that stuff and go yeah. corporate and go legal before there's even a problem. We don't want that. We want to work with you for five, 10 years. We want to work on a good brand or a good service that we're, we're really honored to do that we're passionate about. And yeah. when we do that, our best work shows. And we've had some very long-term clients like Stonefire Grill has been a client of ours for 10 years. And in California, I think they have like over 30 restaurants. They're up and coming. They're exploding, but wonderful people. Yeah. And, you know, and so, and so that's not just a single location restaurant necessarily. That's a, a multi-location. A like you yes. want more than just one. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so we talked about some really, some great highlights. Uh, where have you, where have you had some, you know, not so great times where you've had to learn from those? What is a, what does a, a failing look like? Ooh, <laughs> that's a fun one. Uh, yeah. I think, well, I would have to go to 2007 to 2009 when the economy crashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a fail is running an agency. And it was a tough one. A big learning lesson for me personally as the CEO and founder. Uh, the fail was to know when to let people go and to furlough mm-hmm. people, which sucks. You never want to talk about that. But I probably at the time had about 25 people working for me. And, you know, the time came and we had to make cuts. And the, the painful the mistake there was we didn't make cuts soon enough. Instead, I, I personally lent the company another $50,000 to keep people going. Yeah. And I never got that money back. And I, I just had too big of a heart to let those people go. Yeah. And it, it was a flaw, though, sadly. You know? And this time when the pandemic hit, which is kind of like, it was a weird mirror image. It was like a deja vu of the, pand- of the economy crash. Yeah. Uh, the first thing we did is we tightened the reins and we cut hours down a little bit. We want to make sure our clients are good and check in with everyone. 
we went a little low for about a month and then we came right out with jet rock back up and now we're hiring again but you know we had to be cautious we didn't want to you know because your most expensive resource is an ad agency is absolutely your payroll (laughs) you know if anything's going to put you out of business it's actually not the rent that's probably five percent of your total expenses it's the payroll for sure people are expensive for a good reason people are expensive exactly especially good people yeah. Right. So, cause I'll get to my, I'll get to my last question here in a minute. I'm going to really, I'm going to really push you on that one. Um, but before we get sure. to that, I want to make sure everybody listening, that's like, man, Chris Weisner sounds like the bomb. I want to make sure I connect with him with uh, vivid candy. Where can they find all that information? Oh, okay. Uh, you can absolutely go to our website, www.vividcandy.com. And it's candy spelled with an I. So don't forget that trick spelling. Right. Uh, we were creating in the '90s, so you know, had to add that I instead of a Y, and it was really cool go. back then. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you could also follow us on Instagram. We're huge IGers, so go on Instagram, check out our grid. You can see actually our people, our offices in Malibu, and that would be at symbol Vivid Candy. Again, candy spelled with an I. Awesome. It's almost like you know what you're doing with branding. You make everything look the same. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that's funny. Well, uh, so branding, by the way, virtual backgrounds. That's new new branding. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Our website might look a little familiar, that little surreal, vivid kind of background. Yeah. And and nice that it's like real enough. I've seen some really bad uh, <laughs> backgrounds, you know? So anyway. Oh uh, yeah. Hey, I yeah, love yeah. the backgrounds. Yeah, man. You, know, you can make your office look like anything. So yeah. it's incredible now. hundred percent. So Chris, uh, is there anything over the years that, that you've heard as advice that maybe sounded counterintuitive, like this is, that's, that's not terrible, but you tried it and it worked really well. Something kind of counterculture to good advice. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, probably one of them was when my business partners started telling me, you know what, we need to get some outside advisors and we need to pay some of these people some ridiculous rates. I mean, 250 bucks an hour and stuff. And I sat there, I was like, I don't know. Why, why do we need that? We were doing so well right now. But I got to say the the value of that experience and wisdom that they had and an outside perspective was everything. It was so important that um, upcoming for 2021, we're putting together a board of advisors and we want to do just that. You know, we want to have amazing people that really want to be on our team that support us and can give us that beautiful advice because it definitely worked out for the better, for sure. You know, somebody can tell you one thing and that one thing can make you $100,000 in an instant or more, you know? So you really, I mean, it's, it's investing in yourself and in, in the company, but it takes money to do it. And, and you've got to be able to yep. see the value in that. That's great. That's great. Yeah, always be willing to grow. Always be willing to learn. You can't yeah. learn enough. And uh, other people have great experience and it was wonderful when we did it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Chris Weisner, Vivid Candy, thank you so much for being a part of Agency Rockstar. Oh, this has been so a blast, much, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I look forward to checking this out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. 
Thanks for listening and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you.